Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Glory of Jesus Christ. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that not only will inspire you, but will also go into detail about the physical attributes of the glorified Jesus Christ that are described in the Bible. The greatest thing that can be spoken of is Jesus Christ himself. And we believe these lessons this week will be an encouragement to the Christian, and hopefully it is also an exhortation to those who don't know him as their personal Savior to learn a little bit more about who he is and what he has done. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. As we look at his sevenfold glory, I want you to notice his eyes. If you look at verse 14, the Bible says his head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. A flame of fire. Now, what for the Christian is a look of love. The Bible says in, in, in Song of Solomon, thou hast dove's eyes. Those are the same eyes that looked at Peter after his denial. And, and Peter felt so bad that he broke down and wept. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but uh, uh, that song that we sing in our hymnals, I shall see him face to face. Have you ever thought about what that's going to be as a Christian? To look at him for the first time face to face. Right now we see through a glass darkly, do we not? We don't see clearly. But one of these days, these eyes will look into his eyes. And folks, I believe what I'm going to see more than anything else is his love. Folks, he can't, he can't do business with me but for his grace. I fall too far short. I'm too sinful. I, I'm too fallible. Is that, is that not true of all of us this morning? Is that not true of you? Are there not times that we, like Peter, wouldn't want to look into the eyes of the Lord because we were ashamed? Are there not times that in our trouble that we would would love to look into those eyes and, and see that assurance and that love. What I'm trying to say this morning is for the Christian, it's going to be completely different. We're not going to see him as, as in this respect with these eyes as a flame of fire, eyes that have been often dimmed with human tears and wept at the grave of Lazarus, but now they're burning with an omniscient flame, an all-knowing flame. I think the only way we can look into those eyes is because we're forgiven. Think of it as a lost man with, with all of your sins still there, still guilty of all of your sin. Your sin is not under the blood of Christ, and he looks at you with those eyes as of a flame of fire burning with that omniscient flame. Think of how often when he was on earth, those eyes read the innermost thoughts of men. I heard someone say one time, wouldn't it have been great to walk with Jesus for those three and a half years? I can think of things about it that would have been great, but I can tell you one thing that would have made any of us uncomfortable is the fact that he could read your thoughts anytime he wanted. And so he did. Uh, 
those eyes were so powerful. Those eyes were so all-knowing and omniscient that even the soldiers quaked before him with his soul-penetrating gaze. So when he sits on the throne of judgment, all things will be naked and open before him. I ask you this morning, do you want to take that chance? Do you want to take that chance that the goodness that you think you possess is going to get you by that judgment? Folks, we can fool each other, can we not? We won't ever fool him. He knows not only our actions, he knows our intentions. He knows not only our intentions, but our thoughts. So we see his eyes. Number three, if we go on a little bit further in Revelation chapter 1 and pick it up at verse 15, the third thing we notice is his feet. The Bible says, in his feet, like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace. Brass in Scripture speaks of judgment. And when I think as a Christian of his feet, many of you have probably read that poem where a man dreamed that he had died and he was being shown his whole life in pictures. And one of the pictures he saw was a, a set of, of, of footprints. And he noticed that up to that point, there were two sets of footprints, his and the Lord's, walking along with him. But during this particular stretch along the sandy shore, there was just one set of footprints. And what he come to learn was that was during an extremely difficult time of his life, a time of crisis and trial and difficulty and tribulation. And, and he asked the Lord, why is it that in other times of my life you were there with me, but at this time you weren't there? There's only one set of footprints. But of course he had it all wrong. As the Lord explained to him, I was there. I carried you during that time. I carried you during that time. And so as a Christian, when we think of these feet, when we think of these feet, we think of beautiful feet. We think of feet that carry us through the difficult times. But for a lost man, these feet are feet of brass. They are feet of judgment. They burn in a furnace. These same feet that trod the path of suffering to go to the cross for us will be hurt no more. They will be hurt no more. As he went barefoot up Golgotha, carrying and dragging that cross and being mocked, having been whipped within an inch of his life and getting ready to suffer for our sins, no more will those feet ever be hurt. They're going to tread and crush the Antichrist. They're going to tread and crush Satan. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward when, when God's word uh, the, the word incarnate, the Lord Jesus Christ, crushes the head of Satan. Take your Bibles and turn to Revelation chapter 19. Revelation chapter 19 says more about this. In Revelation 19 and verse, verse 15. And Revelation 19 speaks of the second coming of Christ. And the Bible says in verse 15, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. Now watch this next phrase. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Folks, you don't want to experience that. You do not want to experience that. Get saved. Trust Christ right now. Don't even wait for an invitation. Don't even wait to come forward. Just tell God, I know I'm a sinner. 
I know I need Jesus Christ as my Savior. I know he died for my sins. I'm receiving him. I'm not trusting in religion anymore. I'm not trusting any supposed goodness of my own. I am trusting him. You don't want to be on the receiving end of this. His feet. Notice the next thing. If we go back to Revelation chapter 1. We hear his voice. We hear his voice. And at the end of this verse 15, the Bible says, And his feet like as undefined brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. It's interesting. Uh, someone made this observation one time. I had never thought about it before, but I believe it's true. Moving water, restless moving water, like, like the ocean, going back and forth continually, or a, or a babbling brook, or a, a waterfall. It's odd that it seems to have a, a soothing effect, a relaxing effect. And, and yet, and I would have to say it's for me too, maybe you've experienced the same thing, mountains that are still tend, tend to stir up, kind of put you into action, stir you up, uh, create an almost anxiousness sometimes. And when I think of the sound of many waters, uh, there's nothing more melodious than, than a, a babbling brook. We just like to, to sit there and, and watch it and listen to it. Or the thunderous rush and the cataract of the water going over the falls, if you've ever seen Niagara Falls. And uh, we, have a, we have a very scaled-down version of it, in my mind, up there around Twin Falls there. And uh, it, it's, it's configured very similarly to Niagara Falls, just, just on a much smaller scale. But Niagara Falls or any falls... Uh, it, they just come way short of the ocean. And Carol and I were rec- recently on the Oregon coast, and uh, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a big ocean guy. I, I'm not big on being on the water. I, I get uh, motion sickness real easy. Last time I went uh, deep sea fishing, it was a six-hour trip. It was a smaller boat. There were six of us clients on the boat, my son and I, and two retired couples, and and the captain and his mate and and uh, it was great fishing but uh, for me the first five hours i spent chumming the fish in fact i think that's why it was great fishing for everybody else there was lots of food in the water i threw up so much for five hours that i didn't even know you could throw up that much i didn't even know there was that much in in, in me and i don't know what happened but the last hour i was okay so i got to fish for one hour but i really haven't been out in the ocean ever since I just uh, kind of have a bad feeling about it. Uh, there's times when you're that sick, you think you're going to die, you're afraid you're going to die, and then there's times when you're that sick, you're afraid you won't. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Glory of Jesus Christ, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been taken through the Bible to learn a little bit more about Jesus Christ. We will never be able to fully appreciate or comprehend the grandeur or majesty that is Jesus Christ until we see Him face to face. But the lessons this week have certainly given us even more to look forward to after our time on earth is finished. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, well then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.